I'm Michelle Peremsky. And I'm Pastor Ron Weed. And this is the 180 Your Life podcast for grief empowerment. And we are so excited that you're here with us today. We're we- wearing some special eyewear, aren't we, Ron? Yes, yes. Special, <clears throat> that's for sure. I love this eyewear. I just, you know where I got it? No, where'd you I get it? crashed a 10 year old's birthday party. Yes, I did. Oh, my goodness. But that had to be so much fun. It was so much fun. You know, my daughter, uh, one of my daughters is in fourth grade, and she was invited to a roller rink for a birthday party. And I'm just getting over a cold. And so I thought, oh, there's nobody else to drive her. I will drive her, but I'm not going to be doing anything, you know, aside from, well, it was, it was like a half hour drive. And by the time you drive home and come back, I thought, all right, I'm just going to sit in this booth and watch the kids roller skate <clears throat> since actually it was Sophie's first time roller skating. Well, I'm sitting in the booth and the mom who's hosting, I'm friends with her, and she had a friend helping her with the birthday party. And she rolls on by with her roller skates and says, why don't you join us? Come on and skate. And I'm like, oh, no, I couldn't skate. I mean, come on, I'm 49 years old. When I, you, you start thinking, how much is this going to hurt when I fall? How much is my deductible? How much is this all going to cost if, I, you know, if something doesn't go right? And then the other part of me thought, these are roller skating mothers that are roller skating with yeah. children. How awesome is this? How can I? These are my people. This is my tribe. The people who are willing to roller skate past the age of 17, these are my people, right? Yeah. So I just said, I'm, I'm going to roller skate. So I got, I got there and I, I put on the skates. Now, I like roller skating so much and I'm so committed to having um, a good life, a fun life after loss, that um, I became a widow at 39 and for my 40th birthday, I had custom roller skates made. Now, I didn't bring them with me because I didn't think I was going to roller skate, but I did put on the roller skates and... I use the little, it looks like a walker, but it's on roller skates. Have you ever seen those? No, I never saw one of those. Okay, well, they're used for small children. Oh. Um, and, so, and so I used that little walker thing as I was roller skating. This little seven-year-old came by and he said, ma'am, are you doing all right? And I said, I'm just fine, sonny. Just move along, roll along. So I, And so I said... <clears throat> and these were the party favors, by the way. They're just awesome. I love them. You know, thank God for Brittany who had these little hair things. They were all glowing. It was fabulous. Thank you, Brittany, for the awesome 10-year-old birthday party. Happy birthday, Addison. So, um, so I, I stayed, had a blast, and it really made me think. So, And when I stopped using the little roller skating walker thing, I, um, I was still really scared, and I was skating and skating and I was so afraid I'm going to fall this way and, and I, it went, I was just like a hot mess on wheels and then it occurred to, it occurred to me what if I skated forward like I wasn't afraid mm-hmm. what if I roller skated like I wasn't going to fall instead of looking at all the worst case scenarios uh, yes instead yes. of thinking about all the bad things that could happen yeah. why don't I think of all the good that could happen so when I started thinking that way, man, I was all Olivia Newton-John and Xanadu. Oh. I was flowing. I was skating around the ring. I was in middle school again. It was awesome. So by the end of that evening, I was owning that ring, man. I had a great time. 
And it made me think about grief. So oftentimes when we're moving forward, we're so afraid of we've been shocked by grief or hurt by grief. I'm afraid of what's going to happen next. And we move forward in such a halting way. What if we move forward like we weren't going to fall? But you've got to relax first. Do you mind if we take off these glasses for oh, a minute? Oh, please, yes. These are, these are awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for the party favors. Yeah, All right, so go ahead. Talk to me. But when you're halting like that, it means you're tight. You're too mm-hmm. tight. And when you're too tight, your uh, body goes out of sync. And so what you need to do is actually relax. Relax the body and start breathing uh, from your diaphragm so that you can, again, reestablish a rhythm. And that's so important to be rhythmical with your body as opposed to being so tight, afraid, because it will be a self-fulfilling prophecy if you don't relax. Exactly. You will fall. So, um, Pastor Ron, you're also a licensed clinician. Yes. And for the last 30 years, and you deal in grief and trauma and drug addiction, don't you? Right, yes. So, Pastor Ron, you've got, say, three really important tips that we can talk about today. Moving Breathing and drinking, and we're not talking about, you know. Not, not, not what's in this cup. No, no, no. What's in your cup? My cup is tea. What yeah, do you I've got know? tea also. Okay. Yeah. It's making sure that you're hydrated, yes? Right. yes. So talk to me about moving, breathing, drinking. Okay. Uh, one of the first things that happen when you're grieving is you stop moving. You just stop moving. Uh, you can't. You hurt too bad. Your whole body's hurting because you're squeezing every muscle of your body, and it's and it hurts, especially the pelvic region, the uh, the stomach region, and those places down there. And you're squeezing it, which is squeezing all kinds of uh, nerve endings, and so you are discombobulated. You're squeezing the vagus nerve. You've yes, said, the you've vagus nerve, which sends this message up to your brain that this is a this is a dangerous place. And that uh, we can't think anymore. We've got to just react. We've got to do fight, right. flight, or freeze. You're not in your creative mind. No. You're in your survival mind. Yeah, you're not in your responding mind. You're in your reacting mind. Right. So you want to respond, and you've got to respond creatively, logically, empathetically, based on the information you have. And you can't do it because you can't, you can't even retrieve memory. You can't uh, put anything into memory. It's just everything comes to a grinding halt. So... When you start stop moving, you start squeezing. And movement is one way to start the ball rolling, to start your muscles from being tight to being loose. And when you loosen the muscles, then you, your body goes back in sync and you can think. You can think because you're not squeezing like your stomach area, your pelvic region, yeah. and you're not sending that signal up to the brain. Yeah, that danger, danger. Built that you're in danger. Yeah. You can relax and then you start thinking with what? You start thinking creatively, logically, empathetically with the front part of your brain. So that's when one of the things that that's you got movement. To do. That's movement. Movement is very important. The next one is breathing. Oh well, we just talked about breathing. So hey, this is live. Ha <laughs> ha! Yay! Yeah. So we just talked about breathing. So what about moving? Oh, moving is so important. Uh, moving is the important thing because we don't we stop moving. So we've got to start moving again and. The, in the book 180 Your Life, it's a start moving, and it you don't have to do much. You just start. Maybe you can only make a walk down to the corner and back. If that's all you can do, then do that. If you have joint problems, maybe you can start water aerobics or something that will not damage anything. 
but will get your body to move. I mean, God gave us two arms and two legs. That means we're built for movement. And what grief does is take away that part of our lives that, uh, that uh, gives us stress relief. Because when you're not moving, all that sludge, that uh, adrenaline sludge that happens after Cortisol, grief, is it cortisol? Cortisol, yeah, the, the stress hormones and everything are going, and, uh, are going like mad. And you just can't move, you can't think, you're, you don't feel good. Your body hurts. Yes. Your body really hurts. And movement is the way that, to relax the body. So you got to start moving again, even if it's just a little bit, even if walking the dog uh, is, is, is a good thing to start. Or if you've got children, put them in a, uh, a baby carriage or, and just wheel them with you. Even just starting around the block. Just and around the block. Maybe having a friend to join you. Oh, yeah. To and keep you accountable because it's so easy when we're in grief to just say, you know what, I'll do it tomorrow. I don't feel like that's it. That's right. That's right. You're not thinking clearly. So if you've got a buddy who's, uh, who's in, in better shape than you are at this point, maybe you can say help each other. Uh, and so you make a date. Yeah, we're going to walk at this time. And it's harder to find the excuses of not moving than it is if you got somebody calling you saying, hey, come on, let's go. Let's have some fun. Let's, let's walk. And usually the walking frees up all those uh, stress hormones. You start uh, uh, metabolizing them. And then you start being able to think. And then you start to talk. And then you start to debrief all the grief that's been going on so that you find your center in walking and talking and debriefing with someone else. It's that's just awesome. a great, it's just a great thing. Just a simple thing. And what about hydration? Oh, hydration is so important, especially if you start moving, you're going to need your hydration. Uh, hydration is a very important thing because it uh, sets your whole body in motion. All your systems are based on hydration. When you're uh, grieving, uh, the chances of you eating a lot are very high. The chances of you drinking water or something good for you is uh, very low because the body starts to confuse the signals. You st start thinking that you're really hungry when you're actually thirsty. Mm -hmm. And so you continue the, the dehydration cycle, which is doesn't do your uh, brain chemistry any favors. It doesn't do your digestive system any favors. And it certainly doesn't do pain level any favors because you become less thoughtful uh, you might even get a headache out of the deal um, and uh, it just it's not a good thing so hydration is so important too well that's fantastic so um, <clears throat> I really appreciate those uh, ideas or tips because I think when we are grieving you're right we just sort of go uh, in a survival mode. Yes. And you're thinking, especially as women, we think, let me take care of everyone before myself. And so we, we, you really need to make sure that, like they say in the airplane, to put the oxygen mask over yourself so first. first. Exactly. And you have to take time to feed yourself well, to hydrate take some time to walk even if it's just walking around the block a few times you know you've got to get you don't I say like the body is like a toddler especially when you're going through loss that when I had a top when I had a toddler do I give in to every tantrum no I do not um, I you know when <laughs> when my daughters would freak out you know have a tantrum I would just lie down on the ground 
Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah. I just laid down in the kitchen, yeah. and I just started taking a nap. And I'd go, they're like, what What are you doing, Mom? What are you doing? I'm like, I just want you to understand that while you're doing this, this show shuts down, my friend, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care of myself. And they go, oh, no, no, Mommy, it's okay. It's okay to move forward. Well, when your body is having a fit, like a toddler, right. and throwing a tantrum, I don't want to walk. I don't, you don't give in to that. You get up, get going, make the next best decision. And sometimes it's to phone a friend first. It could be. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and say, I need to take a walk. Yes, will you come with me? Yes. Or maybe take a cooking class together, a healthy cooking class. Actually, yes. if you want to learn more about healthy cooking, you can check out our 180 at 180 Your Life if you sign up for our school for just only $8 a month. It's not, it's our courses, our online courses. Uh, we offer um, videos for healthy eating, exercise, um, our full 180 Your Life year-long um, grief empowerment course for women. All of that, and we keep adding videos every month, new videos to help empower you. It's only $8 a month. Uh, the way that we shoot these videos and support this um, 180 Your Grief space, uh, where we have widow um, meetings and empowerment meetings and workshops that we'll be videotaping and putting online, the empowerment workshops, um, is through your support. So if you would like to do that for $8 a month, we'd appreciate it. Otherwise, here we are. Um, make sure to continue to tune into our podcast where we will be talking about other healthy things that you can do to empower your life, to live your best Best life life. after loss. We're so honored that you're here. God bless, and we'll see you again. You can check out more of our podcasts at 180yourlife.com or by the same name on social media. God bless. Bye-bye.